All right, what's up, everyone? It's Zach, and today I'm here with a very special guest. I am joined by Lindsay Ann. Lindsay, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm doing well. Thanks for asking, and thanks for taking some time to talk tonight. Of course. Thank you for having me. Happy to be here. Of course. Yeah. So, um, Lindsay, really cool person. Um, she's currently a student, and she's also a musician, has been uh, doing content creation Um on YouTube for quite a while now, uh, mainly singing and ukulele music related content. Um, and it's actually funny because back when I first started uh, getting into music and the ukulele specifically, Lindsay was like one of the first people that I actually uh, found on YouTube probably at this point, like, geez, I don't even know, like 10 years ago or something. So uh, it's pretty cool. It's a kind of full circle moment to uh, to be chatting right now. But um, that's just a little bit about her. But do you mind kind of giving some of your background, what you're doing these days, all that good stuff? Yeah, of course. Well, first of all, thank you for uh, the years. You've yeah. gone through some of my awkward phases, but <laughs> I appreciate you sticking around. Yeah. <laughs> um, right now, I am currently living in L.A., I'm actually from OC, so I just moved about like 30 minutes north um, for PT okay. school. So I'm currently getting my doctorate in physical therapy, and I'm in my last year of school. Um, just finished up my second clinical. And yeah, like you said, I've been doing YouTube here on the side. I've been able to work on some side projects during school, which has been really fun. But um, yeah, YouTube started about like, I don't know years ago now maybe like mm -hmm. you said um just been doing covers here and there whenever I can manage and find some time to do that so it's been cool to have like different aspects of life just come together here and there yeah definitely and you know Lindsay when you first got into YouTube like I mean you, like you said it, it's been maybe like 10 years so I don't know YouTube was what kind of popular, but not like nearly as popular as it is now. Like what made you want to do it or start posting covers on there? Yeah. So actually one of my cousins, she's like a few years older than me and she's like one of my best friends, but okay. she was playing uh, the ukulele and singing and putting stuff up on YouTube and me being like the annoying little sister. I just <laughs> wanted to copy her and like do my thing too. So she taught me how to play and I started recording with her and started joining her on her YouTube. But then obviously our schedules started um, changing. So I mm -hmm. decided to do some stuff on my own. And then when I saw like how YouTube worked, I thought it was super cool. And I just kept wanting to make videos, even though <laughs> it was like one person watching or yeah. how many other people. I just thought it was cool that I could make an impact or make someone happy on the other side for a little bit, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. And um, with like the content you've posted, I know that there's been a lot of covers, there's been a lot of originals and stuff. Um, do you have like a favorite between whether it's like original content or covers or like, do you have a favorite video that you've uploaded in your time on YouTube? Mm, uh, I actually really like doing covers and specifically okay. like any yeah. medley stuff like that, just because I like doing it like Obviously, I love music, and music inspires mm -hmm. me so much, but when I can, like, put my own spin on it and, like, interpret it the way that I interpreted the song when I first listened to it, I like putting that out there, but okay. obviously, I really like making originals, too. It's just sometimes that writer's block hits really hard, but... Yeah. Um, doing both. 
if okay. I'm being yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And um, what was it? Was it your cover of Fancy? Mm-hmm. Um, that like it it got picked up in a video with like Charlie XCX or something. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was really funny. Actually, it was I think around this time last year. I got an email from um, Glamour magazine, and they were like, yeah. hey, we want to feature your cover of Fancy by Charlie XCX. And I looked back on the video, and I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I posted this in the first place. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was really cool. I actually got to play the cover for Charlie. Okay. And she got to kind of comment on, like, how I did my cover and, like, other people's covers of her song. Yeah. It's really cool to see the artists um, watch your version of something. It's just like an honor. And yeah, um, yeah it's really humbling too. But yeah, that's so cool. I mean, I remember, uh, I guess, like you said, maybe like a year ago um, from now is when that happened. I remember like seeing that. I was like, no way, that's wild. <laughs> like, <laughs> I remember just <clears throat> watching, like, I remember that cover when you uploaded it. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> I know I remember could rap you know so I was yeah. like I can't believe this is coming back to haunt me but I mean it was a good thing I guess right and I think that's like kind of the cool thing about like social media and like YouTube it's like we upload things and like yeah maybe they're kind of cringy to look back but it's also kind of cool it's like a, a time capsule almost like look back and be like wow I really, I really went for it back then, or like I really tried something that. Don't know if I'd have the guts to do that now, but you know, good for me back then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like when I look back on my old videos, it's kind of cool to see what song was impacting me at the time, because mm-hmm. like my music, my music style changes all the time. So yeah, to see what was like really important to me during that time is mm-hmm. really cool to look back on because it's obviously changed. So yeah definitely and i i was thinking about it before uh we jumped on this call that the first re- the first video um of yours that i i think i remember watching when i first like got a ukulele like i literally bought a ukulele and then like i just youtubed a whole bunch of covers and stuff to try to learn i think the first one was um was the frank ocean thinking about you i loved that I, one the yeah, remix <laughs> you oh my gosh i forgot i remixed that one too but i love frank ocean he's like one of my top inspirations for sure um just the way he emotes and expresses himself yeah strive to be like that too so that's awesome i mean i i think it's been all these years i think i I need a studio version of that or something so i (laughs) start streaming it Uh, i just i remember your your remix of it uh still to this day so it it was it was good writing (laughs) Uh, thank you yeah i'll have to yeah. look back and see what i wrote maybe i'll do yeah. a different rendition of it there you go there you go <laughs> you, we have it on record now so now you have to do it right i know right now it's just set out there it's put into existence <laughs> yeah definitely so um you mentioned that if you're a student right now in your final you said your final year or semester yeah. yes okay awesome uh, so what what is uh I guess, what was the inspiration that led you to going to PT school and everything? Yeah, so back in the day, I used to dance. So I was very involved in, like, um, the dance world. 
And then I've, I saw a couple of friends get injured here and there. And I didn't really think much of it. Actually, in the beginning, I wanted to go into media and like entertainment, something mm-hmm. with like music. Um, and then our high school made us do four different internships. And I was like media. The second one was just like office work somewhere. My cousin actually um, encouraged me to try out physical therapy because she thought okay. my personality would be a good fit for it. And I've never considered physical therapy. I never had physical therapy in the first place. But when I did that internship, I fell in love with helping people and seeing it firsthand, how um, some small things you can do can impact someone into getting back into like their function and their purpose in life. And yeah. I... I felt really compelled after talking to a couple patients um, back in 2014. So from there, I just decided to do a couple more internships in physical therapy and see if this really was the route I wanted to go. And after doing, I want to say, hours or so, (laughs) I I really, it just fell in love with the profession even more and really wanted to apply to PT school after like um my dad ended up having physical therapy and seeing him go through that and seeing the impact it made on his life made me want to do that for people as well so that's awesome and you said you're getting your doctorates in PT um how how long is like the whole schooling process for it how many years yeah so the doctorate program for physical therapy is about three years okay some schools do two and a half, but it's super accelerated and fast paced. But a typical yeah. program is about three years. Okay. So then, I apologize if this is a dumb question, but like no. you went undergrad, then did you have to do like go into a master's and then a doctorate? Yeah. So the, the cool program? thing about physical therapy is you could just get your bachelor's undergrad and you don't really mm-hmm. have to get a master's to get your doctorate. Okay. You can just go straight into the doctoral okay. program, which I liked because I didn't have to yeah. spend more time. Right. So then, if you're go if you're taking that route, then it would be like about seven years if you do it all in like yeah. four and three. Yeah. Typically, it's about seven years to okay be a physical therapist after high school at least. So man, yeah, that's a it's a long <laughs> journey. <laughs> yeah. That, what made me realize I guess that this is what I really wanted to do that I was willing mm-hmm. to go through all that extra time and work to get to where I am now um, it definitely yeah. was a process and it was a journey but I mean I had a great social support and I still do that was pushing me to keep going and mm-hmm. yeah here I am now so that's awesome and so did you go straight into the the doctoral program from undergrad yeah, so I ended up taking okay. like a year break because okay. I graduated undergrad in three and a half years so I had that oh wow okay where I didn't know what to do in between yeah. so I ended up working a little bit at some physical therapy office and just getting some more hours in mm-hmm. and it was weird right because when I first started PT school that's when COVID hit so okay. it was an interesting transition to like start grad school online so yeah out from everybody in my program yeah um yeah so a little gap in between Mm -hmm. okay and I would imagine that like of course any internships or like field experience right would be like pretty hands-on for PT but like I'd assume even just like 
class in general would probably be a little easier in person than like virtual. Oh, 100%. Yeah, especially because we have to like meet, touching different body parts. Mm -hmm. The first semester was interesting because we had a few classes where we could go in person and our program was the only one allowed on campus. Gotcha. And we had to be separated into like groups of 10. So we Mm -hmm. started off doing that. um, And then eventually when things got a little better, we were able to um, connect as a class and just get tested regularly just to... yeah so okay gotcha yeah i i was just uh kind of curious on that because um funnily enough i also started grad school um at pretty much the onset of covid uh fall 2020 was when i went back for grad school oh awesome yeah so i i went for um human resources so it was a lot easier to have like virtual classes because like on unlike physical therapy right like you don't really have to be in person for a lot of that learning um so yeah i was thinking like for a program like yours like that probably would have been pretty tough having to do it like remote um with just like the nature of the the work and stuff right yeah, yeah. it's definitely a very unique case that mm-hmm. i hope we don't have to go through again but right. it's definitely a special circumstance um starting grad school like that yeah for sure and now when it comes to, you know, finishing up um, your education your, and, uh, you know, going on to the next step, is there like a specific, I don't know, like age group that you'd want to work with or like people from like sports injuries or like, I guess, is there like a, is, is that kind of like a thing for PT where you can almost like have like a niche group or population that you work with or is it just whoever needs it? Yeah, for sure. There's different specialties in physical therapy, which is why I think I like it too, because we don't really have to stick to one. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember going into physical therapy, I wanted to work with a lot of athletes and a lot of dancers like that. But through school, I just, it's funny, I feel like I'm in a... Because I've always wanted to do like genders, Pilates, athletes, and now I'm just torn in between working with... um, who have neurological dysfunctions or um, even like pediatric mm. but about PT is like keeping in mind and just seeing um, you're passionate about just different avenues to see your life I don't think there's a harm in being open-minded if you want so yeah I think that's been um, changing that mindset and just being more open so I can experience all these different things and see what I'm passionate about because I don't know life's so short right you don't know what's yeah. gonna come your way if you don't try it out so yeah I think that's that's really cool with the profession itself just being able to have different specializations and like you can kind of say like oh let, let me try this one and then you know maybe maybe you don't like it or maybe it's not your favorite. So you switch to a different one or maybe you love it, but like, you know, it's, it's only for that like chapter of your life for those couple of years or something and you move to the next one. Um, So I think that's really nice. And then I like just the kind of just life message, I guess you could say that you shared with just like being open to things and just like, whether it is like your career or your specialization or just anything, like I think having that openness and being open-minded is just something that, it, you never know what could happen or what could come out of situations. So I, I really like that you mentioned that in general. 
Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, pretty crazy, right? Just yeah. being open to things and just everything can come your way. So just taking it for what it is is cool. Yeah. So definitely. And and maybe, you know, Lindsay, you mentioned this kind of with growing up having that dance background maybe you've witnessed it personally or just like uh like in your own experiences or from people that uh you you danced with or that you know I know that like for me I grew up playing sports and I think that like when I was active in playing sports and like my friends and stuff like we all at that age like kind of think we're invincible and we might get hurt in a sport and be like oh like I'll be fine or like we don't rehab it properly or go to physical therapy because we're we're young and we think we can just bounce back and um I know that I have set my physical body back some progress in time for not doing not taking care of myself properly when I was younger and um in the moment and, and now like I mean I feel like I have the body of like a 80 year old from all the sports injuries that I've had. (laughs) So I think it's like, it's another, I think that's another cool thing about hearing your story and like kind of your experiences with PT, just because it's like, I think it's important to educate younger people just about how important it can be. And it's not like, it's not like bad or like, I think for me, like you and I was like, Oh, like I don't want to go to physical therapy. Like that's what older people do or like, I don't know like I just in my head had like some stigma against doing it as like a 14 year old or something yeah no for sure that's I mean I feel like that's a lot of us when we're growing up we we do think Mm -hmm. we're invincible and like I think that's the interesting thing too about working with pediatrics is educating them that we're not because it's it's a very difficult conversation to have especially with someone who's younger and just doesn't understand that yet Mm -hmm. um but I think just really emphasizing that the body we have now and the health we have now is the only one we're going to get in this lifetime. So making sure to like take care of that and just prioritizing yourself and showing yourself that love. Um, so you can get back to what you want to do in like a more optimal manner. And I know it's hard like hearing that, you know, firsthand, especially when someone mm-hmm. gets injured, like whatever they want to get back to is like the thing that they want to do. So it's just that patience, I think, that even including myself, like, need to learn. Yeah. Yeah, so it is difficult. It's a difficult conversation to have, and that's something I'm definitely learning when I'm working with patients now, those conversations, um, but not, you know, like, not, um, what's the word? Uh, setting back their mindset. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that made sense, but. yeah. Definitely. I get what you mean with that. And this might be a question that like, I don't know, not be able to answer or there's not really like, it's not like black and white where like you really can answer it. It just might be like a case by case thing. But like, just out of curiosity for anyone that does experience some sort of injury um, and requires physical therapy, like, do you think it's possible to back to like quote-unquote normal with where you're at or is it kind of like the principle of like you can get better and make improvements but like if you you know damage your body it's you you can never make it exactly how it once was does that question kind of make sense yeah that makes sense and I think with every case it just really depends on the person so everyone's body is like so interesting because everybody heals differently and Mm -hmm. teaching like new mechanisms of how to do something so like 
pretend like you're shooting a basketball and you've just been shooting that way your whole life. Yeah. That's what's causing your injury. Teaching them a different way can can be more optimal, but they're not used to that. So showing them different options. Um, But like I said, it just really depends on the person in front of you and how that plays out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting question, though, for sure. Yeah. Okay. And maybe, you know, I I feel like, I don't know, maybe what you said kind of leads towards this question a bit. Um, In general, I'm just a very big believer in like mindset and just like kind of, you know, thinking positive, just like, you know, if we're positive and happy, you know, we're going to experience more positive and happy things or something, for example. Um, When it comes to like rehabbing the body, like, do you think like mindset can play a bigger part into like that recovery process for people? Oh, 1000%. I just feel like if someone's mindset is more into wanting to get better and wanting to improve, I think that can make a tremendous impact on someone's like physical body. Mm -hmm. um, I was learning in class the other day, but even pain itself, right? Like sometimes it's in the brain and it's not necessarily like a tissue injury, but it's you trying to convince your brain how to interpret the pain. So it's reteaching all these new things, but having that mindset and just changing the mindset and being more um, aware of what's happening, but being willing to work, I think can definitely play a huge motivating factor in someone's process for sure. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, in my undergrad, I, I majored in psychology. Um, and one of like the most fascinating classes that I that I took was um, sports psychology. And mm-hmm. I know like you mentioned like, um, with the example, like someone shooting a basketball, and uh, I, I think you are quite the basketball fan, right? I am. I am a huge okay. basketball fan. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. So I remember, like in the, in the class, like the professor was talking kind of um, about something that, like we some we just like covered a bit with like the rehab process and the mindset of the example that he gave was like uh, Derek Rose, right? Like probably one of the greatest basketball players ever if he didn't get hurt you know as much as he did and just like he talked about like that kind of like the psychology of coming back like the the aggressive maybe play style that he had coming back and like maybe you just have that like mental block of like I don't want to blow out my knee again and and I think that like you said like sometimes the pain or like the the I guess I guess just the pain itself it could be more mental or like a mental roadblock than like the physical pain that we experience yeah, 100%. Yeah. I think when, when you talk Kobe, yeah. Kobe like one of my biggest inspirations and like his whole mantra on the being just keeping mm-hmm. work up and like having that work ethic to just be the best you can be, I think like says a lot about that too. Um, along with Derek yeah. Rose, Derek Rose is amazing too. Like I loved his mindset of just wanting to get back there and just mm-hmm. listen to his own body and listening to himself too. For sure. Yeah. So I, I think that's actually a perfect segue. Um, so what got you interested in basketball or like, where did that passion come uh, into your life? Um, yeah. Um, my, my family, we're all huge Laker fans. So okay. you're basically birthed out as a Laker fan. In yeah. So my dad and my brother and my mom and I would watch every game together, like every night. So I guess watching, the Lakers as I was growing up really just set an impact because I it was a good family bonding experience too sure um, and then 
you know, even with friends, like I bonded with a lot of friends through the common interest of basketball and just watching the sport in person. Like it just gives me so much life, like yeah. or something like I, I'm never going to be good at basketball. Right. But <laughs> I love watching other people be passionate and working hard towards what they what they like. Basketball or music or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's basically where I grew up. In, in my area, I grew up in LA, OC area. We're just all born Laker fans, I guess. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, I I remember uh, just seeing on like your social media and stuff uh, a lot of like Laker jerseys and stuff. Um, <laughs> and I mean, I I don't have anything against the Lakers, so I'm not like <laughs> that. That doesn't bother me or anything. I mean, I I can't say like I'm a Lakers fan because I feel like that would just make me like a bandwagon fan. But I definitely. <laughs> I have a lot of respect for the Lakers. I mean, obviously one of the, the greatest uh, basketball franchises around and, um, you know, a little before our time and stuff with, with magic and everyone was incredible. And then like probably in a lot of uh, mine in your childhood, um, you know, like Kobe, uh, Shaq, uh, those were some great years and they had some great runs. So definitely a great team. Um, yeah. not too sure about the future for you guys but yeah i'm not sure either but you know what i'll, I'll remain loyal <laughs> there you go there you go uh i mean like on paper i feel like you know really good team and what was it the like the bubble year i guess 2020 or 21 when they when they won the championship right yeah yeah okay the bubble year Wait, yeah you know what? i still i still think it counts so it does. I, I would count it for sure. Um, that was a weird time in <laughs> the world, but also in the NBA. But no, I, I count it for sure. Right. Hey. Okay. Yeah. So what's what's your what's your prediction for this coming season? How are they going to be? If I'm being honest with you, I, I don't know. <laughs> but okay. Like, I have so much hope for them, but I'm I don't want to be ambitious and say like, sure. yeah, we're gonna win it all because I'm I'm gonna say that every year, no matter how bad we are. But sure. <laughs> but that's just like the loyalty in me as a Laker fan. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Um, do you have a favorite player? Either uh, like favorite Laker, current Laker, or just favorite player, and if you're just favorite player of the the NBA. Mm. all time I think it's Kobe gonna be Kobe I feel like that's a very hard spot to be for me just because of the impact he had in like my family's life yeah he's been like a huge part okay currently I want Steph is up there because I I just think he's amazing like as yeah I hate that he's not on the like that <laughs> the Warriors win right. all the time. Um, I respect his game so much, and I respect all the work he puts in. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big Steph fan, so I definitely approve of that. Uh, you know, wrong California like team for hard. you. But... <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's hard to not yeah. just respect that when he plays like that. So exactly. Yeah, I definitely agree with you, and I, I could be really off on this, but. Did I do I recall um, back when he was on the Lakers? Were you a Kuzma fan? Oh my gosh, yeah, I was a Kuzma fan. I don't okay. know if it's because I I liked his like how he played or like how he looked. Yeah. If I'm being so honest with you, but 
actually, I, I had the opportunity to meet him um, when he was a rookie on the Lakers, and he was a okay. really nice guy, and yeah. my mom loves him too, so okay. yeah, I, I'm still a Kuzma fan at heart, but <laughs> from afar. Is now. he on the Wizards now? Yes, yes, he is. Okay, that's what I thought, yeah, because um, I, I might be wrong, but I, I want to say, he's, I know he's from Michigan, I want to say from Flint. Um, yeah, he is from Flint. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. So, uh, yeah, um, just living all my life in Michigan, uh, when Kuzma kind of burst onto the scene, I I just became a fan just because you know anytime you can have someone from your your home state uh, showing out like that, it was cool. But uh, I I really liked his game too, and I thought he was great. And I I honestly thought he was gonna be like a huge huge piece for the Lakers' future. But um, you know, as we know, uh, a lot of draft picks they got are are long gone from the team. Yeah, that's that's Lakers. Every time I like fall in love with a new coming player and I have potential in them, they just get traded off. So I don't want to grow too many yeah. attachments anymore. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh man, I love it. Um but Lindsay kind of like switching gears a little bit. Um like so, we we've talked a little bit about your music journey and experience, like on YouTube and everything, and we talked about um, currently, you know, your your role as a student and physical therapy. Um, if you know or even have an idea, like what do you like think the future looks like for you? Like, is it kind of like you're going into the professional world as a, as a physical therapist, but like you still want to do music um, when you can find the time, or is it like ideally some you want to like do the music um side of things like full-time as a job Mm. yeah so I think in the future like what I'm aiming to do or what I hope to do is be a practicing physical therapist in what not sure yet but Mm -hmm. be a practicing physical therapist because of all the hours you know put in but also still working on music on the side and instead of like it being something that I just have time for like when I can I really want to get back to you know working at it and setting aside time for it um whether that be just like perform again I think that'd be so awesome um yeah right now it's just hard with all the studying but in the future I definitely want to have both parts of my life incorporated because I am passionate about both of them equally um and it's yeah. like I don't think it's fair for me to say like I'm gonna just because I feel like those are like my two kids you know <laughs> yeah. um so I feel like involving both of them in my life in the future for the long run would be the most ideal okay that makes a lot of sense it's honestly really cool to hear that response from you just because I think it's like I think a lot of people, myself honestly included, like we think of like music or we think of like creative things or just not what we do as like our career as like this incredible passion of ours that like we would do anything to to make our full time career. But it's really cool to hear that like the profession that you're going into is something that you equally as as passionate about I mean I think that that's like something that it's really cool because I I know that whether it's me or just like a lot of my friends or people that I went to school with a lot of us are like 
we got this degree and and like whatever and like now we're not even in that field or we don't even know what we want to do so it's really cool to hear that you've found something that you truly do have a, a big passion for yeah thank you I'm really grateful that i like even mm-hmm. experienced like both sides to it and like still incorporating both because i mean i feel like to me they're very opposite from each other like yeah. like in the creative industry so um I feel like having, you don't have to really choose what you want to be, right? Like, I feel like we're all individuals mm-hmm. and we all have different parts that are important to us. And it's okay to do both or it's okay to pursue all of them if you really are passionate about it instead of focusing on one. Um, and I think that's like something that's been instilled to me, like from my parents, because they always encouraged me to, um, you know, keep passionate about stuff that I enjoy doing and to do the stuff I do because it makes me happy instead of working for other people obviously I want to help other people and work for that reason professions Mm -hmm. impact people in different ways um as long as it's helping my life fulfilled and for me that's seeing other people fulfilled by whatever I'm doing be with my hands or with my voice or whatever um yeah sorry long long answer but you know (laughs) Yeah. No, definitely. I And I think that's cool because as you were saying that, I was thinking back to like early in this conversation where you mentioned like what really kind of got you to post on YouTube was like if, you know, one person was watching your, your videos and smiled or laughed or enjoyed the cover or thought it was, you know, unique or whatever, like that was like satisfying for you. Like that's kind of like something that drove you and it's like you're helping people in a sense with that. And then like, being um a physical therapist like you're you're obviously helping people's you know just recovery or their body or you know injuries and stuff so i think it's um whether even though they are like kind of polar opposite passions of yours um like i think the end result is like you get to positively impact people in both ways and i think that that sounds like that's kind of at the end of the day like another passion of yours just like however you can help and and have a positive impact on others yeah, exactly. I feel like days in life, and I feel like they both do that in different ways. Like I feel like physical therapy, like seeing someone walk for the first time, so satisfying me. Then with music, like if they need that, like helping them emotionally mm-hmm. and mentally, and honestly, any impact like make this world better. Someone feel better than emotion in their brain. I just I think that's awesome. So, yeah, I think so too. And, you know, that kind of mindset that you have about like just, you know, helping people and just making a positive impact and, and just like kind of just your mindset in general, is that really just like you're kind of saying like that was instilled uh, by, by your parents, by your family uh, for you? Yeah, I think so too. And like, I think it also stems from my faith because I, I am a believer in God and like, learned in like bible school or whatever is just helping others just because that's what jesus did and i think my parents passed mm-hmm. that on to me and by really being good examples um all my family members actually like just seeing how they so a uh, little technical difficulties but um <laughs> we were talking about like you mentioned kind of like your faith you would say is like another kind of thing that's like helped guide you with like the mindset that you have yeah 100 percent um I grew up Catholic and I'm Christian now. Um, my my parents really drove in the faith aspect of my life, and 
I just think learning stuff, um, whether that be in church or from them, it was like learning how to help people just because like mm-hmm. that was what was good. Um, but seeing my, my parents and my other family members, like they're all in different fields, whether that be the medical field or customer service or like the arts fields and stuff like that. Um, all of them impact people in different ways and they've impacted me immensely. So I think just paying that forward to others and what I've received and like all this like joy and all this help that I've been in my so I love that that's awesome like just like kind of the idea of like paying it forward and like all the help that like you've received like kind of again just like paying it forward and helping others or just like being there for others uh and like the ways that you you were given so I think that's really cool yeah thank you yeah of course so (laughs) I love it that's awesome um so Lindsay, I, you know, I, I kind of have to ask um, to anyone that's listening, maybe wants to try something with music or wants to put themselves out there by, you know, putting um, videos on YouTube or maybe even just like videos on TikTok or um, Instagram reels or whatever. Like, do you have any advice for anyone that wants to kind of try to put themselves out there like that? Yeah. My advice would be just not really caring about what other people say, no matter how scared you are of the reaction, because chances are there's one person out there that's going to get impacted by whatever you post and that's going to relate to you too. So just like Mm -hmm. being confident in that and just knowing that there's going to be at least one person in the going to be impacted by what you post. even if it doesn't seem like that in the moment, um, just know that even whether it be 10 years from now, like the Charlie XCX video, or whether that mm-hmm. be like one person from like yesterday, it's going to happen. And if anything, I just say, do it for yourself. Um, do it because it makes you happy and not that you're trying to like please others or um, um, just be likable or anything like that. But just do it because you're passionate about it and you're, put out that and knowing that you've put in all the hard work and um, whatever inspiration is like blended into what you just want to pass that along um, I'm going to be impacted by it eventually so that would be my advice yeah I love that I think that's great advice and I think it's like like you said you know do what makes you happy and do it for yourself and you know, we've obviously talked about it, like with with your content being music focused and everything, which you know, every music and there's a lot of people that like post a lot of music related things. But like, if you're passionate about like I don't know comic books or like collecting like stones or like gemstones or like whatever, like you know, whatever you're passionate about, like if you want to put content out there, like do it for yourself, and like you'd be surprised, like there's people that have so many different interests and passions uh, that are similar right so it's not like you have to you know I don't know like I feel like social media is a lot of like music and like fitness and I don't know sports or whatever but there's just so many other cool passions that you that people have so like whatever you're passionate about like just go for it uh if if 
you feel you know called to do so and um i guarantee like Lindsay was saying like there's someone out there that will really enjoy it or it'll make them happier that they'll also share that with you yeah and i think it's cool with like social media you're also creating that community and that safe space for others to to share and communicate about what they're interested in too and you never know you can you can make a relationship or a friendship with someone down the road just because of like a common interest that you guys are so niche about you know yeah definitely i think that like we're humans and we're social creatures and we want social connection and community so i think that yeah like you said um it, it's kind of like a cool way to build that community and just uh get to know uh other people with similar interests or like-minded individuals and uh, it, it's just a cool kind of place to be <laughs> yeah exactly like i wouldn't have met you without exactly <laughs> i know exactly right and um like outside of this call i know we were joking the other day about like i feel like we both like grew up like yeah the same like we grew up like the same time because it's been like 10 years that um we've i've kind of been um just keeping an eye on your your content and stuff so it's it's just like one of those things where it's like wow that's wild (laughs) yeah like friends from across the nation or across the globe just growing up with them i I thought that was super cool when you told me that too (laughs) yeah yeah for sure definitely and um you know i so that was kind of like my question for like kind of like the music creative side like what people can do um I guess if you have advice for the more professional side of you I'm curious now to anyone that's listening who is maybe um maybe they're an athlete maybe they just like to to run you know a couple times a week or maybe they go to the gym a lot or something is there anything that we could be doing um as like physically active humans that might like help prevent having to uh, go to physical therapy or anything that we can do to help our body um, maybe build up resistance to injury? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I feel like being patient is okay. a really big thing um, and really listening and being attuned to your body and knowing when you need to rest, because I feel like that's a thing a lot of us struggle with today is we're always wanting to work hard and do something and be better at something, but we always, I feel like a lot of us forget to rest in the midst of that, and rest is intentional. Um, Rest is something that I think we all need to um, be that optimal version of ourselves, because we're we're only human, right? Like, we're not Mm -hmm. machines built to run 24-7. We have to listen to our body and what our physical body, our mental state, our emotions. I just feel like being in tune with yourself and just taking time, even just taking time every day, like five minutes, 10 minutes at the beginning or the end of each day, just to listen to yourself. And um, what do you need that day? Do you want to work harder? Do you want to rest? And whatever is, you're going to be right because you know your body mm-hmm. best. Um, but in terms of preventing injury, along with um, remembering that and being patient, um, just, I know it, obviously like we don't want to see people in physical therapy all the time, right. but just working on your form too. Um, okay. I know that's hard to seek. Sometimes it's hard to seek help in that just because we've been so accustomed to doing things the same way. But sometimes like you don't notice like the way you move could eventually cause something later down the road. So even like prevention is key too, I think. Just okay. But, yeah, keeping active, like, it's 
it's important to keep active too, right? So, yep. yeah. Okay, perfect. And um, something that you mentioned was like kind of being in tune with your body and like just like we know our bodies better than anyone else and we just have to kind of like listen to our body. Um, I know that as much as I hate to say it, like I think that that's something that I've always struggled with is like kind of like you said, I'm that person that wants to keep pushing it or like, you know, like, oh, like let me just work hard or like maybe I should rest or I could rest, but like I could also go run a couple miles or something uh, because I want to be active or, you know, whatever. Um, Do you have any advice to like anyone that might struggle with like being in tune with your body or like how we can better become kind of like in tune with our bodies? Yeah. Um, something that's helped me a lot. Cause I used to be really bad at it too. I would just yeah. keep like, I would just be like, Oh, I can stay up late. Yeah. Get more studying in or I can keep working out so I can be more fit or whatever. Right. But I think what I've learned and what I've tried to incorporate more into my life is like meditation or, mm-hmm finding like a safe space for you for me it's like the beach every time I'm at the beach that's where I think and I just kind of close everything else out and just really it's hard right like when you say being attuned to your body you're just expecting like your inner voice to just come (laughs) but um sometimes like we're you know worked like that um I know I started off journaling and I didn't realize what my thoughts were until I read it back um Mm. yeah so Everyone has their own specific ways. I know some other people do it through music and like writing or something. Yeah. Um, for me personally, I've just been on a writer's block. It's kind of <laughs> difficult, but yeah, journaling and meditation has helped me a lot. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm a big fan of, of both. So um, definitely journaling meditation, I think, can be very helpful. And something that you just said about journaling that I've never even thought of that I think is something that I want to try and i guess i'd encourage people to try is like like you said like reading it back mm-hmm. um i've just always been like just like let's brain dump on you know paper or you know digitally on the computer or whatever and mm-hmm. then just like kind of put it away and then like maybe i might revisit it like a year later and be like oh wow like that was crazy that i was like thinking about this then but like I've actively gone through and like reread like what I journaled that day or the next day like reflect back on yesterday so I think like reading it back that that sounds like something that could honestly be really beneficial to do yeah I actually never never thought about it until I talked to a friend about it okay um I was just going through this rut at the time like thinking progress and like the work Mm -hmm. I was putting in and then this friend encouraged me to just read back on my journals and my journal entry and after reading it I just you can see like the growth the personal growth you make yourself too like you can look back and say like oh I I got through that hard phase of my life so I can do it again now or I was feeling that at the time and this is what I ended up doing to make me feel better so I feel like just reflecting back and just always remember because the past matters too I think mm-hmm. yeah yeah, I think that's that's a good point. And like, it's it's crazy because like when we go through things and experiences, like we might think like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to make it through this or like I can't, you know, get out of this rut that I'm in. But then it's like, it gives perspective if you can like look back and be like, okay, like I thought it was like the end of the world and that made it. like here I am. And just like being able to see like all the things that you've overcome, I think it can be really powerful. 
Definitely. Awesome. Um, well, Lindsay, it's been a really, really great conversation and fun time chatting with you. Um, to anyone that's listening that uh, liked your story that you sh- or just like the information about yourself that you shared or maybe wants to check out um, some of the music, the originals, the covers, um, would like YouTube or do you have like a specific social media that would be like the best place for people to follow along with? Yeah, so personal life. Um, I mean, I'm always posting like either music or PT or social yeah. life on, on my Instagram. It's Lohinzi, L-U-H-I-N-D-S-E-E. And then on YouTube, just my name, Lindsay Ann. Um, I've been posting covers and originals there periodically. And I also have a Spotify. Um, it's called Room 408. It's a band that I'm in with my friend. And that's spelled R-M-408. And we have one original song up there now, hopefully trying to come out with more, but that's another uh, social too. Okay, perfect. Yeah, and I will put all of that in the description of the episode. So um, if you didn't catch it from Lindsay saying it, uh, you can go to the description and check her out on YouTube, Instagram, or um, her band on Spotify, which um, super exciting. And yeah, I saw that that's something else that you've been, you've been working on. So uh, I'm excited for that too yeah thank you awesome yeah of course well thank you so much for your time and everything tonight um do you have any last like thoughts message words or anything that you want to share to anyone listening yeah um just like i said a while ago just being open-minded to whatever comes in life life is so short so really just take whatever comes and and go with it and with it be patient with it and keep working hard at stuff that makes you happy and not what others that not what others get happy out of wait can i, re- I yes, rephrase yeah. that i'm gonna yes. rephrase that so yeah be be patient be open-minded and work hard and doing stuff make sure you're doing it for yourself and not for other people there we go i love it i think that that's super important and um i mean i can echo that wholeheartedly and just say like even me starting this podcast it was because it was something i wanted to do and something that made me happy and very similar to Lindsay I had the mindset of like I'm sure maybe one person in the world a family member a friend a stranger might uh, hear the whole like every episode I upload or one episode and uh, maybe you'll make them smile maybe you'll make them happy they'll learn something they'll get to know a cool person um, and, and if just one person you know benefits from it or enjoys it like it's, it's all worth it to me so you know do things uh for yourself and because they make you happy and um just don't underestimate the impact that we can have on others um by sharing our passions 100 percent couldn't have said it better myself awesome. <laughs> well thank you well Lindsay, it has been an absolute pleasure thank you again for your time and i cannot wait to just continue following along with your journey um, professionally and musically. And I know that uh, you're going to do some very, very cool and awesome things on both, uh, both fields, um, music and, and physical therapy and good luck with the, with the end of school as you wrap up your program and everything. And um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to seeing everything you accomplish in the, in the coming years. Yeah. Thank you so much. And thanks again for having me. Of course. Yeah. Anytime. I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye.